can't believe I just read The Guardian right up until the moment I press record, Helen. It's incredible. Reading The Guardian. You get wound up. Do you mean get wound up? Pacing around. I'm just I mean, I know it's a big, I know it's a big deal podcasting <coughs> with me. And I know you must get nervous. I'm but... just prepping the brand new section. My surprise section I've made especially for you. Right, should we do this? Hi, Jean, it's Rob. How are you? I can't, I can't hear you. Not very well. Not Just let me put off this very interesting film I'm watching. Ah, that's why you can't hear us. Hello, everybody. This is Jean the Bean. I just feel as though I need to introduce myself as Helen's mother and Rob's mother-in-law. For all the people who think that they might want to listen to this podcast, I feel that I should just warn you all that the language could be foul. And if you are of a sensitive disposition like me, just be aware, please. Uh, I just thought I should warn you. Baby, 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 baby. <laughs> what are you doing? What? It's a Rob and Helen date night podcast. Uh, I'm not, uh, and this is a theme tune. Boom. <laughs> what? That's nonsense. Come on. Ah. We drop the kids to school at nine and pick them up at three. How many times? It's 3.15. Spend the day together doing some uh, activity. <laughs> What's that? And then we're going to make sweet oh, love. Yeah. Uh. My mum might listen to this. It's Rob. Welcome to Rob and Helen's Date Night Podcast with me, Rob, and Helen, my lovely wife. Uh, we're live. It's live. It's unedited. We're uncut. It's the new form of the podcast. No snipping, no editing, no chopping. It's bigger. It's fatter. It's wider. It's got more girth. It's risky, isn't it's it? It's risky. It's dangerous. It's edgy. This is podcasting right on the edge, dear listeners, isn't it, Helen? <laughs> it really is. It really is. It's great to be back. How do you feel second week in? Um, I feel, you know what I've been thinking about? What have you been thinking about? I can't remember what we've told everybody. Okay, well that's alright, we're getting old, those things happen. So I have a worry that we might just be repeating ourselves all the time. (laughs) I mean, I know that's essentially what we are doing, because we talk about the same thing. That's what life is, isn't it? But... Yeah, there's many things that because it's, that we've had a gap. Yeah, I am. One, I'm worrying that we might. I might just end up say telling them the same thing that we, the same stories that we might have told them eight months ago. Well, I mean, first I'd put two points to that people probably listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot happens in their lives as They'll well. Forget. So a, they've probably forgotten, and b, how much do they pay for the podcast? Oh yeah, nothing. It's completely free. <laughs> it's free, free to air, dear listeners. But that also means we we're completely uninhibited by sponsorship, aren't we? We don't need to worry about whether. Because uh, we watched the end of the X Factor final last night, didn't we? Just want to say a big congratulations to the guys in Rat Soup. I think they, I was, you know, they they, they won um, fair and square. And like Simon said, they're they're great guys. You know, they they they're very polite to everyone that they meet, and um, they're really nice, and people really like them. And uh, so good luck to Rat Soup. That's uh, what I'd like to say there. Why did I say that? I don't know. Have you got a point? 
No, there was a point. It's gone. Oh, this would have been the joy of being able to edit them out. There was a reason why I mentioned I think that you, too. I think you were talking about... Um, you get, See, Rob gets tangled up. Rob does repeat himself a lot. If he gets a bon mot that he likes, if he gets a story that he likes, he'll basically retell it again and again and again. Sometimes I have to listen to that same bon mot about 20 or 30 times. What, what, what if we're having friends around for tea or something? But this one, this might become a bon mot, but he's forgotten it. So, any, <laughs> so I might not remind him, but I know what he was about to talk about. Oh, if I could just rewind it now and get the lead up, which was... <laughs> Make me realise why I said that. All right, I'll tell you. It was about sponsorship, Rob. That was it, yes, and at the end, <laughs> Simon Cowell, it, you must have seen it, it's, and he just and he just said, Dermot said, so what would you like to say about the boys, Simon? He said, well, Dermot, can I just say before I say anything that none of this would have happened, none of this pays for itself, and none of it would have happened without Just Eat, so a big thank you to them. As if we didn't know the thing was sponsored by Just Eat, every single... Flipping break, you get a Just Eat break bumper. I really like those Just Eat singers, though. You do, don't you? You think they should have won the X Factor, don't <laughs> yeah. you? All of the chefs that are doing the singing on those little bits, I really enjoy. And that's no reflection on Rat Soup, because, you know, that you know, well done. And Grace, you know, well done. But uh, the whole competition has been knocked uh, sideways by the fact they've got two entrants there who write their own tunes, haven't they? Rob, you sound like you're a really big X Factor fan. No, I'm not. I just watched it once with you. I watched the final. I, mean, I know that you've been there the whole journey. But, uh, I mean, you know, it, it, it oscillates between being that and being a particularly thin gruel of music, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway. But good luck to Rat Soup. So, in other, in other business this week, um, kind of... Uh, Anyway, this week, we've... That's one of the pauses that I normally have edited out there. I was editing myself (laughs) because I was about to start talking about something that's in the menu later, you see, Rob. So I didn't want to to shoot my load too early. Oh. So (laughs) what have we done this week, Rob? Uh, I don't know. You, We've had the piano tune. We've had the piano tune. Do you want I've me to had the piano to tune by Elb, our piano tuner, who came round and. Um, that I mean, that sounds a lot more grand than it is. I had a tune by our piano tuner. It's the piano tuner that we we have the phone number of. I like. Yeah, but he's not your personal piano tuner, is he? Well, he is. He, he doesn't. He doesn't sit around just going. Oh, oh! I wonder when Mistress Helen will need a piano tuning again because because we, we can't pay the bills. He's but not he's waiting. Our in. piano tuner. Yeah, it's a bloke who tunes a piano when we need it tuning. He's tuned it twice. Well, he's tuned. <laughs> he's tuned it twice. Well, therefore, I see him as our piano tuner. All right, you take ownership of him then. <laughs> That's a very nice piano tuner. He is. As a slave owner, piano tuner. Did you know? I find there's something about piano tuners that I find quite fascinating. Why don't you just help? Just get a room. Because he, so he was saying that when he was tuning that piano, yeah. he saw that. Um, a colleague of his right. from Sheffield had tuned it a few years back and he'd written his initials in it, like marking his territory. Right. And I said, wow, are well, there many piano tuners in Sheffield? He said, yeah, there are quite a few. Or maybe, like dogs, the piano tuner from Sheffield had pissed in it. And that's why it was and out that, of tune. And El, El, <laughs> El could smell that. And that's why when he finished, he just said, can you just give me a minute just, just, to, just to finish tuning? And he had to leave the room and then he, he might have done a... Jimmy piss pissing. Oh yeah, <laughs> or dropped a little Todd into it as well. Who knows? Who knows? Well, anyway, but it's it's now more in tune, isn't it, Rob? Yeah. What I've done is I've learned the date night podcast theme tune, so I can do that in the background, like this morning, while Helen reads out the menu. And then, of course, like this morning, the um, the music will go on for a bit too long afterwards, okay. while the menu menu just holds on the screen. Okay. So the menu for today coming up. Coming up on today's show is. 
Has Christmas Come Too Early? Followed by Rob's Mystery Section. And then it's over to you folks. We've got Q&As and a Twitter update from all you listeners who've been sending in your questions. And then following that, we've got our fashion section. Followed by Rob and Helen's Book Club. And then, if we've got time, it's going to be cookery, Christmas dinners, tips and ideas. And then we're going to be played out, of course, by Rob on the piano. First on the podcast, Ellen. So I, couldn't, I couldn't hear that because it's right in the menu. <laughs> First on the podcast is, here's a question for you, Rob. Yeah. Has Christmas come too early this year? Oh, it's really turning into this morning, isn't it? Well, with the every year... Do you know what I you think? Know every year it feels like it just comes earlier yeah, and, and earlier and earlier. I know. And you've got to get the turkey in. You've got to do all your shopping. Have you done your shopping yet? I've not done my shopping yet, no. Do you, when do you do... I do mine on Christmas Eve. When do you do yours? <laughs> <laughs> what is what are we sitting next to? What are we sitting next to? On we're December sit- the what date are we on? The third? It's about four. Fourth? Fourth. It's December the fourth. December the fourth, yeah. And controversially, we are sitting next to a decorated Christmas. I would have tree. put that pause out. That's um <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish oh, right. the sentence. No, I thought you were just doing it. We're gonna be like a married couple that finishes each other's sentences. sentences. It's a <laughs> Christmas tree. But is that controversial on December the fourth? December the fourth is the earliest we've ever put a Christmas tree up. It's the worst we've ever put it up, but that's mainly because Helen reads the Guardian. And probably the Guardian would say, you don't put your tree up until, I don't know, 23rd or maybe the 22nd or maybe the 24th or something like that, what would you but say? But in keeping with having our own personal piano tuner and reading The Guardian, this is what... I don't read The Guardian, this, I just use it to light the fire. This is one <laughs> of our, what's going to be two trees. The only reason this is up is because it was in a pot in the garden. Yep. So we just brought it in because the kids got it. Well, to be fair to the tree as well, we, it was one that we got with roots last year. It was our Christmas tree, wasn't it? Yeah. And it sat outside the front door for nine months. Yeah. Until but I it's moved It's doing it really well, isn't it? The garden. Yeah, so anyway, we brought it in. It's a bit early, but we're going to get our, another tree, a big tree, for the other room next weekend, which won't be too early, will it? No. So do you think Christmas has come too early this year, Helen? I saw a Christmas tree up um, at the end of November, which I was quite surprised by. Yeah. I mean, how do they last? They can't last that long. I don't know. I don't know. That's too early, isn't it? I, I think it might be too early. I mean, but you know, the, the kids have been writing Christmas lists since August. They have, haven't they? That's too early. I'm just scrabbling around on my computer to find uh, a, a composite that I saw on Twitter of articles in The Guardian about Christmas um, and, and you know, that really, really piss on the chips of Christmas that someone compiled that I thought you might quite like, but you probably already read in the weekend section. Oh, no, I've not read it all yet. But don't, you don't need to start Googling that. Oh, no, well, it was, it was going to make you laugh, but I can't access it on my computer. Again, this is something I would have edited out, uh, but <laughs> it just adds to the drama and the cut and thrust of when it comes to bring a podcast together. But do I think it's come earlier? No, I don't. I think it's come on the same date as last year, the 25th of December. Yeah. I think. But I what think. were we doing last night? So every December, we have the exact same kind of form of panic as to how on earth we are going to 
entertain and create a massive wow factor of a Christmas present yeah. for our kids. And every single year, what route do we go down? We start panicking about whether we should buy some kind of farmyard animal. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is, I think, is an indicator that we've run out of ideas. Should we just get a, we get a pig and a saddle? So it starts off with, with me every year saying, let's just get him a guinea pig. And you, <laughs> and you say... But I say the dog will kill the guinea pig, won't you, Ron? Ron's licking his penis. <laughs> Let's just get a bit of that. There we go. There you go, dear listeners. He's cleaning himself. But yeah, I think it'd be fine, but Rob always vetoes a guinea pig idea. Well, just because it ran, if he didn't actually catch it, like Hannibal Lecter, he would scare him to death. You know that scene in uh, Silence See, I of the Lambs? See, I feel like we might have said this before on the podcast. We might, well, in that case, <laughs> this is your first Bon Mot of the podcast, dear listener. <laughs> you know that scene in Silence of the Lambs when uh, Clarice Starling first goes to visit... Uh, I don't know who it is, but has, she meets Lecter, has to walk past everyone to Lecter. Mm. And a they man, all throw the jizz on her. When it's only one guy throws his jizz oh, right. that we're aware of. Let's not tarnish them all as jizz throwers in there. Um, and one of them throws jizz out, and, the, and then the next day she comes back, she hears that he's dead, and uh, the orderly says, Oh, Mr. Lecter was talking to her all night, and in the morning he swallowed his own tongue. Yeah, so do you think the guinea pigs would? Yeah, I think if Ron couldn't actually catch the guinea pig, he'd stand in front of the guinea pig's house at every opportunity where we weren't looking mm. and say, I've got to, I've got to, yeah, I've got to I've got to get you, mate. I've got to get you. Because I think that's how Ron talks. Uh, to the point the guinea pig would die of fright. Right. And then Ron would probably flick his own cover. So then what were well. we Googling last night? We moved on from guinea pigs and then what were we actually Googling? Tiny ho, hold me closer, tiny ponies. <laughs> we were actually considering, <laughs> we were looking at tiny, tiny Shetland ponies. Well, there was, there was one, you know, that, that you thought, you know... There was, was one for a hundred There was quid. one for a hundred quid. There was one for a hundred quid. A straight hundred quid. But it did say that it had a lot of issues and needed a lot of understanding care. And then the more we read into having a tiny pony, you can't just put one in the garden and you need to have their feet looked at every four to six weeks. They can get thrush in their feet. Yeah. Not just on the bits Like Shani Moo the Duck, though, you, you used to get bumblefoot, didn't she? She used to get bumblefoot sometimes, yeah. But that was, yeah, we, we, we up keeping, we hibby scrubbed the entire backyard. Anyway, a lot of this is probably going over listeners' heads who haven't kept wildfowl in a <laughs> South East London ground floor flat garden. Well, the garden, we say it was, we had to make a, a garden. Patio. Yeah, a patio <laughs> that we dug a little pond into. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so uh, so we're not getting a pony, I don't think. Anyway, we'll keep you updated as to what animals we do or don't buy for the. So is, is that the Christmas has come to early it. section? That's the section over. <laughs> Rob's mystery section. Oh, so mystery section. Rob's well, been... Comp- this is especially for you, Helen. Compiling a mystery it's section. It's a brand new section. It may or may not work. It may or may not backfire. I don't know. But when we first got to know each other, I, I was thinking romantically about our, our life. And do you remember something I used to buy you every single week? Yeah, well, I've just seen it. You've just seen it? <laughs> it's, I was trying to obscure, hiding skills obscure it behind my bobbly tracksuit trousers. But I've just seen it. But you just... <clears throat> sorry. Oh, can't edit them out anymore. <laughs> Can't edit those out. So I bought you. I used to what I used to. But tell the dear listeners what gorgeous thing you used to buy every week. Did you do it? Not every week. I did every week. Bought you it. You did you, not buy week. it every week for me. Every you bought it me week. when I was ill. Like the milk tray man, I'd buy it for every time you were ill every week. I wasn't ill every she was week. She was ill every week. <laughs> 
Um, take a break magazine. Take a break magazine, which used to be about 67 pence. How much is it now? £1.20? Well, it, the problem is, it's the Christmas special. Oh, bumper edition. Um, and... Um, and it cost me £1.80. I bet so they talk sh- about if Christmas is coming too early. Well, of course they do. Of course <laughs> they do. That's the first 25 pages. Um, but what I thought is a new feature here for you, a new competition I've invented uh, while I was out walking the dog, and it's called Take a Break or Give Me a Break, Helen. Okay. And all you have to do, it's a bit of fun, you can play along at home, listeners, <laughs> or if you're driving in your car, or you sat in the bath or on the toilet, wherever you listen to this, you, all you have to do is tell me whether these quotes... Come from take a break or that I've made them up. Okay, I, brilliant. Give me a break. Brilliant, I'm in. Okay. Oh, I love a game. All right, okay. Let me just get the uh, thing. So here we go. For the first time ever, new feature, take a break or give me a break. Okay. Um, here's your first sentence. We'd all troop off to the toilet and return with our urine samples. Then we take it in turns to be weighed. Now, before you give me your answer, we need to go through the rationale of, of, of what you might think here. So, they'd all troop off to give their urine sample and then they'd, and then they'd go and be weighed. Then they'd take it in turns to be weighed, but they'd troop off to the toilet together with their urine samples and then take it in turns to be weighed. Now, bearing in mind what the stories are like, I could take yeah, the break. Yeah, so it's got, to be about, it's got to be about some kind of hardcore, slimming regime mm-hmm. where, where <clears throat> women... Predominantly, it will be women, seen as women are the ones that have sold these ridiculous things to, uh, are forced to give urine samples to prove how little sugar they've eaten that week. Uh-huh. And then they are weighed if their urine samples come back testing negative for excessive sugar, yeah. then they weigh themselves. And then if, they're, if they've got heavier then obviously they get beaten to death with sticks. Right, I mean, that, that's a fairly ladies. standard take-a-break story, isn't yeah. it? Or is it some kind of, like, um, cult whereby, like, some David Koresh figure who lives in near Wigan or somewhere would be take-a-break, wouldn't it? Uh, forces the ladies to give him urine samples and then he weighs them all like, and keeps them in his harem of, of... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in um, some dilapidated uh, uh, estate somewhere in Wigan. Not, not that everywhere in Wigan is like that. I'm just, I'm just, it could be random anywhere. It could be Fife or anywhere, couldn't it? Or it could be Sheffield, where we live. It could be anywhere. It's Take a Break, isn't it? Um, I, I think that's come from Take a Break. You think that's come from Take a Break? Well, you are correct. Yes. It's from Take a Break. It's from <laughs> Take a Break. Right, uh, here's your next one. So, oh, um, I think I'm going to be able to guess these really, really easily because I've played games like this with Rob. I've play, we play the book game, don't we, sometimes? Yep, yep. Where you have to make up the end of sentences from books and right. Rob's terrible at very it. Valid. <laughs> right, so here's the, the second one. So you've got one out of one so far. Doing very well. Hope you're getting on well at home, listeners. Second uh, quote. Is this from Take a Break or Give Me a Break? Santa asked me if I'd like to... F- uh, sorry, I can't read. Santa asked me if I'd like to find out what was in his sack, but I already had a fairly good idea. Is that from take a break or is that give me a break? Think it through. Santa I... asked me to find, to find out what was in his sack, but I already had a fairly good idea. I think... What kind of story in take a break could that be, Helen? What would well, that'd be take a, take a break, break going down the Me Too route, wouldn't it, of... Of trying to uncover abuses in, in the abuse. world of Santas. Oh God! Yeah, but I don't think that take a break is that um, 
Is that current? Yeah, or is it? Or could it be like take a break, just making a light-hearted story about Santa, trying to make a slightly fruity joke? Um, I don't. I don't think that take a break would do that because I think that in the current climate, that would be an ill-advised joke. And I would hope an editor at Take a Break would realise that and maybe take that joke out. So I think that that Rob is give me a break. Correct. Two out of two, give me a break. Well done, Helen. You're 100% so far. I know, I know you so well. Your third and final question here. Is this from Take a Break or Come On, Rob, Give Me a Break? (laughs) People are probably already singing that up and down the country. It's a great catchphrase. Is it Take a Break or Come On, Rob, Give Me a Break? Uh, Okay. Right. So is this from Take a Break or Give Me a Break? Number three. You get a better result if you wee in a cup and dip the stick in it, she said. Is that from Take a Break, or is it from Give Me a Break? Well, it's very similar to the first article. Yeah, so it's quite a curveball, isn't it? You get a better result... If you wee in a cup and dip the stick in it, she said. Than if you wee directly onto the stick. That's the end of the quote. That's all no, I'm giving know, you, but I'm, I'm... That's all, that's all I'm giving you. What, Sorry, pregnant, I would have edited that belt So, a pregnancy result, you get a better result if you, if you dip in, it in. If you wee in a cup. Is that not more likely to be contaminated by things that might be in the cup? Than if you wee directly be, onto the stick? I don't know whether that... Pre- but you can leave it in the urine, it can saturate. Saturate in the, in with the urine. With urine. In the, in, the, in the David Koresh kind of diet cult house that you might be living in. I think if it was, uh, if it had been you that had written that Rob you would have not been able to stop yourself from adding some form of joke <laughs> really yeah so I think that that's take a break ping you're correct that is from take a break in fact all of the correct quotes were taken from this week's uh, Christmas bumper edition of take a break uh, from the story oh Santa you old devil which is three sisters um, who all fell pregnant at roughly the same time. By a Santa? No, not by a Santa, which was what I was hoping it would oh. be. I was hoping a Santa would dink them all. <laughs> but that wasn't the case um, independently. But they all had babies together and they all went through all of their prenatal care together, weighing in cups together and giving you urine samples as a group. And there's a picture of them that just says underneath, us pregnant, which I thought was a lovely Christmas Does story. Does it give their there. full address? Uh, it probably does give their full address. They and love giving number, a full address. Which I won't give out, yeah. Well, do, well take a break, Av. Right, and I, I'll, my next section I'd like to bring to you from Take a Break. I hope it's Top Tips. Uh, that's coming up. I well, love do you Top know, Tips. The Top Tips were shit this week. They were all like, uh, here's how to make some Christmas decorations. There was no, you know, um, get your animals cat dirt and put it in, in hats to make homes for, for mice or whatever. <laughs> there was none of that. There was none of that, which I love. I love those ones. It was already set to Christmas decoration stuff. But what they have done is a very helpful article um, if you've got no idea about how to keep clean of how to prevent food poisoning over the festive period, Helen, which is very important. Basically says... Well, as our dear listeners know, our kitchen is a place of absolute hygiene. Yeah, and it says basically take care the with... The sourdough next to the dog hair proved that last week. Absolutely. It helps it rise more. <laughs> it says take care with raw food. Yes. Um... Check your fridge is cold. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, this is, I don't, where some of this is quite complicated advice. Um, have plenty of cloths. Right. That's the other way that you stop yourself getting uh, food poisoning at Christmas. And finally, wash your hands. 
Well, you know, it's all sensible advice. So that's how you can stop yourself uh, shitting yourself in, <laughs> inside out this Christmas, courtesy of Take a Break. And just finally, uh, from Take a Break, it wouldn't be wrong, would it, to not do our stars? We have to do oh, our stars. Oh, yeah. Which one are you again? You know what I am. I can never remember. <gasps> that's outrageous. I'm not telling you. Scorpio? Yes. Scorpio, right. This is Helen's stars, and you, and you tell me what this means. Ho, 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 a little of what you fancy does you good. And by golly, you could find more than a few of your favourite treats on offer thanks to dazzling star power in your zone of indulgence. Oh. <laughs> Resistance is like to be futile, so use the excuse of, oh, well, it's Christmas, at every turn. And the way to your heart isn't just through your stomach. Passionate words could have you feeling shaken or stirred. Seems someone thinks very highly of you. Since it's the season of goodwill, accept all compliments, give out plenty in return, and with Mercury reversing, which of course is key, <laughs> isn't it? Mercury's reversing. Keep home truths to yourself. Oh, okay. So any, have you got any home truths for me, Helen? Keep them to yourself. I will, I'm keeping them to myself. Keep them to yourselves, because Mercury's reversing. Okay, until, so until it... Until Mercury starts forwarding... Then I can have some home okay. truths. There Fine. we go. So that ends my take a break session, which I, th- I think in hindsight was mixed. <laughs> <laughs> What's next on the menu, Helen? Next on the menu, on Rob, the Day podcast. Oh, we should, if people want to get in touch with the podcast, let's put it in the middle, like a cool place to put the advert. Come on, then. Uh, you can get in touch with at Rob and Helen's date night at yahoo.com. Rob and Helen's, Helen says that very, very quickly. <laughs> Terms and conditions uh, need apply. Rob and Helen's date night at yahoo.com. Yes. You can donate to the podcast uh, because these batteries are going to be running out soon from the Joanna Longbottom um, battery fund. That's at... Uh, oh, God. Uh, PayPal.me forward slash... Date night. PayPal.me forward slash date night. Get in touch with us on Twitter at date night pod. You can, of course, follow me as well on uh, Twitter at, at Rob Rouse and it all comes through to me. Um, so there we go. That's you up to speed, Helen. Okay, What's the next, the next section? section, Rob, is um, we've been we've had a lot of questions sent in to us. Yeah. Mainly from Greg. Mainly from Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Greg's a super listener. Greg, you, Greg. is our absolute. Uh, I don't know what Greg is, but he's with us every step of the way, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. He's really, really. Oh God, he's here! <laughs> no, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's handy. Here. He's so here. we've got uh, some questions and answers. Right, brilliant. Um, and a Twitter update. I don't know whether I've said this to what? the listener, but in back in June, we had a great message on Twitter, which I don't think we can have told people about because we've not podded since then. Yeah. We had a message from somebody called Bascule the Rascule, which I quite <laughs> like the name of, saying that he was a, a cross-dresser yeah. and that his um, male name is Rob yeah. and his femme name is Helen. No way! Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's another? Yeah, no. What's another? So he said, I hope you don't mind, you've got a new fan. That's incredible. So I, hope I hope he is listening. What's it? What's, what's Or she, if, yes. if she's currently Helen. Yes, what's Rascule's name? And Bascule the Rascule. Bascule the Rascule. Tremendous. Um, yeah, Rob and Helen. He well, it's lovely. Rob to... and Helen. Yeah, if you're listening, Rob or Helen, uh, please get in touch with it the podcast. Me. Let us know what's what's going on for you. Yeah, whether you are currently Rob or currently Helen. And also, uh, Rob or Helen, I mean, 
at the risk of jumping on a bandwagon here, I mean, I've been reading the media of late, and Helen Ritz-Harden, so she knows all about these things as well. Um, you might well have made the podcast very, very trendy and on the Oh, yeah, 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 thank you for that. Yeah, and I don't want you to think in any way, Robert Helen, that I'm anyway just kind of just hijacking that, but you really have made the podcast very trendy and on mode by uh, being, a, being a committed listener, so we thank you for that. Yeah, I wonder why you chose the name, like, so... so Leading on from this, yeah. I just told somebody at drop-off that I was coming back to do the podcast. It's got to be said, Helen did drop-off today in her pyjamas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, joy of joy. Braless in her pyjamas. <laughs> no, no, no. I you had your pyjama... No, I had a... my pyjama top yeah. on. Yeah. And I had proper jeans on and proper shoes and a coat and a cardigan over the top zipped up. So nobody would have known that I was wearing a pyjama top. But it was awesome because you were sat there putting your, putting your shoes on and I said, you didn't drop off in your pyjamas. And our daughter's face, she suddenly looked, what? I know, I then Horrified. had to, then, had to then say you... to her that I would never, ever do that. Yeah, I never, ever did that, but she did. She had <laughs> pyjamas on. She went on braless with her pyjamas top on. Oh, who's not done drop off in their pyjamas at some point? I mean, I'm rarely washed. Oh, no, actually, most people wouldn't have because most people worked. <laughs> yeah, most people worked, don't they? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so very few of them, Helen. Yeah, yeah, OK. So that's quite bad. But I'm not in my pyjamas anymore. Robbie's in his bobblers. No, of course I'm in my bobblers. I'm podcasting. Uh, but, no, Zoe, uh, drop-off. I've not got my Crocs on. I feel naked. I said we were doing a Q&A. Yeah. And she, asked, she said, here's your question from her. OK, yeah. If you could call yourself a different name, what would you call yourself? Now, which brings a question... Rob and Helen, the, our cross-dressing listener, why why choose a name? Helen, I don't think you can say... Cro- oh God, if you've not been reading the garden, like, you don't just call someone a cross-dresser. <laughs> it's someone who's gender-fluid or is, is non-binary, doesn't identify with... No, I think you know he I mean? does identify, though. I think he's a or man she, who dresses up as a woman every now and again. Well, I'd just like to say, Rob or Helen, if you're listening, I really apologise for Helen not being on mode with getting all this right, as I am, and... No, and tying myself in knots by trying not to. Rascule the rascule. Would you consider yourself gender fluid? I'd love you to get in touch with us and let us know. Because I actually think, I think he, I'm going to check, I think he used the term crossdresser. Okay. But let I'll tell me you what, check. It's quite my impression of the media, Helen. Yeah. This is my impression of the media. Broadsheets and tabloid across, all of them. But what we really want to know is, which toilet is Rescue the Rescue going to be using Rescue? Because <laughs> that's important. I want to know, when I go to the ladies' toilet, there's just ladies in there. And when I go to the men's toilet, there's just men in there. So which toilet are you going to be in? That's what I need to know. Right. That obsession, isn't it? It just always boils down to, yeah, but, but which toilet are they going to go in? They're going in there to do businesses. We all go in there to do businesses. Just let it go. It's just a toilet. Um, oh, God. I got quite amped up there. You did a bit, didn't you? But I'm venting. I'm, uh, this is not, I'm, I don't care what toilets people use. As long, as long as people let you do your businesses in private, that's all the toilet's for, isn't it? Is there a difference between cross-dresser, gender-fluid... Like you've never read The Guardian, Helen. Transvestite. Oh, God. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> I'm sorry... Right. We're just hemorrhaging LGBTQ oh, no, listeners I... as we go. Uh, LGBTQT, oh, no, sorry. Why am I not allowed to ask the question, though? Uh, you're such a racist, Helen. I'm never going to find...
find out. Am I if I'm not allowed to ask no. the question? No, absolutely. No, it's very important because it all comes from a point of love. That's exactly. all Exactly. That if somebody tells me, then I'll try and yeah. make sure that I don't say anything offensive. I tell you, this then. is a great moment in the podcast just watching you scroll through an iPad. Yeah, do you like that? <laughs> I definitely would have edited this bit out. Through our reams of stuff. I'm just trying to massive. get the wording right. So anyway, so our first question, I'm going to find out actually what Bascule the Rascule terminology he used. She uses or uses. No, I think <laughs> I'm going to find out. But in the meantime, Rob, um, Greg, yes. we're on to Greg's questions. Yes. Um, what's the happiest moment for you in the last year? What's the happiest moment? <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's a romantic it's out, getting, Greg. It's, it's doing the podcast again, Greg. It is really it being is. back? It is. And I think finding out about Rascule the Bascule is one of my happiest moments of the year as well. Because it's just, it's just, it makes the podcast complete. It's Bascule the Rascule, not Bascule, Bascule the Rascule. See, I may be well calling him a crossdresser, but you're getting his bloody Twitter handle wrong. Or her Twitter handle wrong. I'm very sorry, Bascule the Rascule. Okay, so here it is. Uh, this is going. This is a. Qu- I'm quoting directly. Yeah. Now. I'm just going to point out you are shouting quite loudly. <laughs> because you are me up, <laughs> telling me that I'm a, telling me that I'm offensive. Uh, this is going to sound weird. Yeah. But I'm a cross dresser. Okay. Thank you. My male name is Rob, and my femme name is Helen. Awesome. Hope you don't mind a new fan. And then he and then he follows it up with, on balance, it's fair to say that's a pretty weird introduction, but it's genuine. Wow! Uh, did you reply to uh, Bascule the Rascule? Uh, yeah, I'm sure I did. I'm just really know. sorry. She probably didn't. She's very bad at replying. Helen barely replies to texts when I send her oh, a text. Oh, no. Do I, how do I check if I've responded? I don't know. If well, let's not, get, let's not fall down an existential uh, anxiety hole now. Yes, I did. I did. I said, wow, that is so brilliant. Which toilet do you we use? We will give both no? Rob and Helen a shout-out on the next pod. Which we've done. Which we've done, here it is. Which we've done, there it is. Well done. Great. Well done. See, I do respond sometimes, but I'm not very... I'm, you know, anyway. So... Here's what, a question. Is it's a genuine moment? question about um, gender fluidity and using toilets, right? Say, for example, when I... I have trouble with toilets, don't I? Yes. I do have trouble with toilets because... Um, with that, I mean, you probably as a as a committed listener to podcast, my tummy is a law unto itself sometimes, yeah. isn't it? Um, so hypothetically, though, here, here would be is it here's, the, here's what I'd be worrying about. No, if you're I was, about to say something. No, offensive. no, I'm not. If I was gender fluid, here's what I'd be worrying about. My my biggest fear would be if I was born in a in a man's body, but I want, I but I felt like I wanted to be uh, a woman. Not wanted that you to were be a female. Woman. Yes. I, I was woman. Yes. Yes. You see, we get this. It's is a minefield, really, but no, it's all coming from a point of love. This is my biggest fear for me would be, but this says more about me than anything in the world, is that so, and it, and if I I managed to do that and I was able to present, <laughs> is it present um, the right words? All I can hear is anxiety. Yes. <laughs> but if I was out, out and about being Helen. Yes. Yes, which I would choose. Yeah. Because it's your name. Yeah, okay. And, uh, and if, and, but I would be worried for me personally going in the ladies' lose for a business because my insides would still pump out a Robbie, a Robbie dump. And I'd be horrified to do that in the ladies' loo. I know, but it's not a male thing to have IBS. No, but I just think that my my <laughs> dumps are particularly bad. Well, so only, only that should only be saved for men. For yeah, men. So I have to say, I'm very sorry. Um, I'm going to do my boos in the men's. I go in the ladies for me wee wees, but I have to still do my dumps in the men's. 
Yeah, but that's but that could cause a problem in its own right, isn't it? Because that then it's they a male go, thing to but then, smell. No, it's not. It's no, it's not. not it's no, it's not. Like we don't it's, actually it's, deposit like <laughs> petals and rose water. <laughs> but but then I'd be worried because then I'd be going um, as a presenting as a lady into the men's. Terrace. I can stink up a shitter as worse as you can, right? Good, good, there good. Go. Okay, good. But mine are particularly bad. Yeah, yeah. But that's nothing to do with you being so a man. So is it sometimes that's really stinking? Being the, ill. So is it sometimes really stinking <laughs> the ladies then? Is it really smelling <laughs> the ladies sometimes? Poo smells. I know it does. I know it does. But my, throughout my well, this is great because throughout my entire comedic career on stage, I, I, I've. So bits about ladies booing, which I make causes me I'm in hysterics when I do it, but just causes mortal offence sometimes. Or sometimes it go, it either goes really 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 well and women really really laugh a lot and everyone laughs a lot, or or it can literally stink up a room because everyone still can't get over the fact that we all shit. Well, no, I think they can get over it. Some people might just not want to listen to this. I didn't come out to be entertained by this. <laughs> there we go, that's that solved. Okay, so our second question from Greg. From Greg. So don't it's... say they're all from Greg. Say they're from like, Gregory or something. Uh, is, what's the most damage you've done in the least time? I mean, I think we're going to end up back in the toilet. We're back in the toilet, Greg. <laughs> Toilets. Toilets, Greg. I have... Although that's not in the least time because you spend a lot of time in there. I think, actually, that takes a long time to create that kind of smell. Well, no, if I'm nervous, yeah. <laughs> Before a gig, I can damage the plumbing. I've probably damaged the plumbing. Oh, my God. Rob blocks the toilets the all the time. Yeah, up and down the country of this Fairland uh, standard venues, I've probably... I've asked some questions of plumbing that they never even thought because they'd have to ask. Because he uses so much toilet roll. Anyway, <laughs> so that's your answer. Another question. Let's see if I can okay. take it away from when the toilet. Was the last... Now, this is um, a three-pronged question from, from uh, Gregor. Gregor. Oh, it's Gregor, our <laughs> Scottish listener. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to get your questions in to Robinella's Date Night at yahoo.com or what's the Facebook page? It's Robinella's Date Night on Facebook. The name and it should be Robin Helen and Greg's Date Night. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, so when was the last time yeah. you. Because we really want to do an agony aunt uncle section. Yeah, when was the last and time why I, yeah. you dug a hole? Dug a hole. Yes, uh, two days ago. Why did you dig a hole? I up? dug a hole because. <laughs> 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 Me, this guy is connected to the toilet again. <laughs> because. Maybe this is why I keep oh. thinking we only say talk about the same things. Oh God! <laughs> the reason I had to dig a hole is because our house, which is like a bungalow, isn't it? It's a bungalow. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> my, and Helen's room we've switched rooms <laughs> and our room has got a wet patch going through the wall um, which we thought was the bathroom leaking next door but we've sorted that out uh, and uh, but the but it's very hard to explain but on, on reflection the, the, the soil pipe which is the, the building term for the pipe that takes your poos and stuff from the toilet upstairs runs down the back of the wall outside our bedroom and uh, the, the wet patch is directly behind where the soil pipe is. So Rob did some investigation. So, so I had to dig out the flower bed digging, which you? contains the soil pipe to check that it wasn't leaking. Turns out it wasn't leaking. So it's possible the water that's coming into our bedroom is caused by ingress 
of water using capillary pressure to take it through the wall. But it's not toilet water. But unfortunately, that story, Greg, answer Gregory, Gregor from Scotland, <laughs> is once again connected to our toilet. Okay, this one can't be. Oh, when God. was the last time and why you went up a ladder? Uh, because I blocked the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. it was. It was. I went up the ladder to check the drain above this soil pipe that comes out of the toilet to see whether that was where the water was coming from, Greg. Uh, and, and to retrieve balls off the flat roof. Yeah. Which I would recommend to anyone. Get a flat roof. Oh, it's great up there, isn't Such it? Such a sensible sensible way to get water to run off the roof. Okay, and there's an interesting... When was the last time and why you spoke to a policeman? Spoke to a policeman? Yeah. Um, I asked uh, one of the... You know, the... the the voluntary, not the police, the police support community workers yeah. for directions the other day. I don't think that counts. No, I don't know whether it does. The last time I spoke to a proper policeman was I got, um, I got home late from it from a gig and I was just sat in front of our gate before <laughs> I was about to open it, just checking my emails because I just wanted to get things done before I went in and relaxed. And, uh, and there was a knock on the window, there was a policeman there in his high-vis and he was just asking what I was doing. <laughs> Outside someone's house. <laughs> I, so I said, I'm just waiting outside my own house, checking my emails before I go in. And, uh, and then he drove off in his squad car. I spoke to a policeman. We went into she- I went into Sheffield with the kids, and it was, it was at a time when something awful had happened in London. And they, and this policeman in the train station had a massive gun, and it was it's quite terrifying, isn't it, when so you, you see them? Yeah. And anyway, so I, in my kind of like trying to make everything okay for the kids and make it not seem weird that there was a person with a huge gun mm. I am um, and because of both children were saying why why have they got such a big gun and they were quite scared by it so I took... because the terror threat has been raised to critical <laughs> so I went over to him and like talked to him to try and make them feel more at ease with the gun yeah. But actually, me <laughs> clinging onto their hands like really, really terrified and tight as I was talking to them. What, what did they talk to you about? Very um, <clears throat> nice weapon, that kind of stuff. Um, I think I might have asked him if there was a football match on. <laughs> he probably thought you were probably trying to distract him whilst uh, some, some activity of terror was potentially being planned. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, so since the lad part... Last, this, is, this comes in, this question from... Um, Gregoriano. Um, oh yeah, our Italian, Italian listener, listener. Yeah, who is yeah. friends with Greg. <laughs> um, <laughs> Please do get your questions in because <laughs> once we get questions coming in, this podcast is going to fly. So it's on you, dear listener. If you're listening right now, write a question, email it to date night. So Robin Helen's date night <laughs> at yahoo.com or email us Robin Helen's date night on Facebook. You can get in touch with us there or at date night pod on Twitter if it's a short question. But get these questions in because Helen desperately wants to be an agony aunt, don't you? Oh, I'd love to be an agony aunt. Yeah, and I want to be an agony uncle to the agony aunt. I'd like to hang out with an agony aunt now that Helen's not a din lady anymore. Yeah. Totally lost the boner on that one because she's not a din lady anymore. So I'd be quite excited to go out with an agony aunt. Okay, so between Rob and Ron, yeah. what's the most embarrassing thing that's happened since the last podcast? So that's a year for you to choose from, Helen. Between Rob and Ron. <coughs> is, is this a question to you, isn't it? They're well... I should have asked it. I don't know, you can. You know when you're being embarrassing, don't no, you? No, I don't know when I'm being embarrassing, <laughs> that's the problem. Oh, God, I don't know what you've done that's that embarrassing. I mean, it had... It was a long time ago. We talked about Ron weeing in the shop. 
<laughs> Which one was that one? The garden centre. I think oh, that was a long time ago. Oh, he took a piss in the garden centre. Yeah, that was that a classic That was a long one. time ago. Nice one, Ron. <laughs> that was it's good. It's Ronnie a pat there. Um, oh, gosh. I, I think I blocked them all out of my memory. Do you? Yeah, I think so. I don't know That's when you've been em- embarrassing. Do you? I don't know. I don't know when embarrassing, which is why it's embarrassing, isn't it? You fall over quite a lot, don't you? We were talking, me and the kids, and the kids were saying, actually, when you fall over, it's one of the most joyful things in our lives. a bit lives. of a bon mot. You mentioned this on the last podcast. Did I? Yeah, you talked about me falling over on, a, on, the, on the, um, at the quayside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't even embarrassing. That wasn't even you embarrassing. You hilarious. You singing, we weren't on holiday in the summer, and yeah. you sang on the karaoke, which was quite embarrassing. I sang Frozen, didn't <laughs> yes. I? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because, uh, because our daughter said she wanted to sing... Uh, Frozen, and then when she was handed the microphone, she got she, an attack of the nerves. She didn't froze, she? and then I was just left there <laughs> with about four kids and a couple of confused-looking parents. Maybe somebody dressed in a squirrel costume. Or yeah, something. yeah, and I, yeah, exactly. It was the it was the kind of the entertainment <laughs> officer, and I had to start singing Frozen in time. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, oh, and another a final one from um, Greg. Greg. Greg Gregson. Yeah. Oh, is he the guy who owns the uh, who owns the sandwich shop? Yeah. He says, "How do I donate to the making of the show?" Well, tell him about that, Helen. <laughs> well, Greg Gregson, you can donate to the making of the show by um, uh, by going on PayPal.me forward slash date night. Yes, that's correct. Is that right? And then we have got one a different from a different person. Oh, go on. Steve Sherburn. Steve Sherburn. <laughs> no, this Definitely is real. Not no, made it's real. It's not made of How rain. did Steve Sherburn get in touch with you? Steve Sherburn, via the Twitter, yeah. um, said, how did Helen's play go? How did Helen's play go? Yeah, because we've not been in touch with them since then. Well, oh my God. Steve Sherburn. It was a roaring success. <laughs> it was a roaring success and... I definitely what, have edited that cough out. What have you done, Rob? You've wheedled your way in, haven't you? Well, no, Helen wants it. She begged me to be in it. Rob, by the fourth performance, ended up on stage with me. Pretty much on the stage with her. <laughs> so Rob now is in the show. So we're Pulling a little bit of focus. <laughs> pulling a lot of focus. And um, playing musical instruments, <laughs> aren't you? Yeah, playing musical instruments. Yeah. Bringing some musical accompaniment to it. And uh, as one of your friends who is a renowned playwright and director in her own right said that uh, having me on the stage was great because it was w- watching me bear witness to what was happening. Yeah. And I like that. I like that because that did make me feel kind of artistic and important. I know, I know. So Rob Just is now going to be in the show. We're doing it at Edinburgh next year and Rob is now written into the fabric of the show. Into it, into it. And uh, But yeah, bear, I just bought I bear witness to what's happening in the way that... Um, uh, we- and because I take a back, I take a back seat, don't I? Yeah. I just bear witness to everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the guy I am. <laughs> supportive. So, uh, and he also asks about your radio show, Rob. What's happening with your radio show? Well, it's currently on BBC Radio Sheffield on Sunday between ten a uh, no t- uh, ten a.m. and twelve midday noon every Sunday on BBC Radio Sheffield, and uh, I basically go around the local region and <laughs> talk to people. And then uh, my uh, friend and producer, David Markwell, uh, edits the whole thing. And it, yeah, it's good fun. It's good fun. Been, he's taken me to the zoo. It's a bit like uh, David takes me on a series of divorced dad dates. Yeah. Like he's my divorced dad. And he takes me, like, sometimes he might just take me to the it shops. It's just like date night, isn't it? But just yeah, without me. Yeah, but with two men. Yeah. yeah. He takes me to the shops or he takes me to, he took me to Doncaster uh, Airport. 
which is fantastic. And it was really funny because in Doncaster Airport, it's it's um, it's it says on the outside, you have to call it Doncaster and Sheffield International Airport, right? They're going to go. Kept getting told off for calling it Doncaster Airport. Oh, right. But on the outside, it says Robin Hood Airport. Yes. And then when you go in, there's a massive 20-foot bronze sculpture of Robin Hood pulling back his bow. But you're not allowed to call it Robin Hood Airport. But Robin Hood's got nothing to do with Doncaster. I know. But it must be something to do with the Nottinghamshire district or boundary changes. Might have been boundary changes, Helen. Nothing to do with Nottinghamshire. Well, I, that's why I, why I said, why would you call it Robin Hood Airport? And it's got Robin Hood in the, in the foyer. But I meant to call it Doncaster International. Anyway, you can listen to them all online <laughs> through the BBC iPlayer. OK, so that's the end of the question and answer section, Rob. Oh. Yeah. Here we go. He's just running to the piano. He's going to get a sweater. There we go. I like that ending. So now we're moving on, Rob, to yes. the uh, fashion section. Fashion section. <laughs> fashion. Ooh. Fashion. Ooh. Fashion. So I thought the fashion section maybe maybe I mean obviously every week I think we have a fashion section, don't we, where we talk where we basically ridicule you. Yeah, but it's getting harder to because I just bring so much to the table. What am I wearing tonight? <clears throat> what you wearing? So you've got the bottles on. Where are the Crocs? The Crocs? I don't know where my Crocs are. I feel a bit lost. Where are they? I think they might be in our bedroom. Okay. I was probably um, wearing them. And what are you wearing on the top half? Top half, I'm wearing a, a t-shirt. It's a, it's like a it's a white t-shirt with a black horizontal stripe, which a lot of people can't wear. No. Because it says it makes the, it makes them look too too big. Yeah. But fortunately, got... because I'm built like an athlete, it's, it just fits in all the right places. You've got odd socks on. Got odd socks and on. And what, what's this, this stain here? This stain <laughs> on the bobblers? Yep. Uh, that's mud from where I was kneeling down when I was digging out the soil pipe, around the soil pipe. When were you digging out the soil pipe? A couple of days ago, as you... I mentioned it on the podcast. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to turn into a bon mot, me mentioning the soil pipe. Yeah, no, but why haven't the bobblers been washed since you were digging... When, since you were kneeling in some soil next to a soil pipe? It's a great question. It's a great question. <laughs> it stops you touching me on the knee. That's what it does. Prevents you from touching me on the knee. And great. that, I don't know what that white stuff is. And uh, recently you've had your, you've, you, you cut your own hair, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I cut my own hair a bit. <laughs> yeah, because I had to do a run through for a BBC2 controller. And uh, I just didn't have time to go. The, I, can't, I can't find a decent hairdresser's locally where I can just get my hair cut. But I'd had a cut... You asked me and I refused. Yeah, but I'd had a, I'd had a hair cut before where it was sort of like a... Mushroom. It, mushroom. <laughs> slick back when I slick it back. And then it was shaved round the sides and the back. So I just shaved the back and the sides out again myself. And it's and it's come out brilliantly. It has, yeah. When, it's, when it falls forward, it, it does look mushroom. It does look like a mushroom, yeah. <laughs> but when it's back, it's absolutely yep. fine, isn't it? Yeah, thank you. So um, I think that might be the end of the fashion section, Rob. Well, you, you now are fully dressed. I'm fully dressed. Yeah, so you've got dressed, dressed after pick-up. I've got dressed, dressed after pick-up. I'm wearing got... my my birthday present from you, which, yes. is, which is a pair of shiny Doc Martens. Yes. Which I think they've given me the confidence to go to drop-off in a pyjama top. Yeah, because the th- shoes distract. They make anything look good. <laughs> They're great shoes, aren't they? Shiny, a pair shoes. of shiny Doc Martens. I've never owned a pair before in my life. Yeah. And these are my first pair and I'm loving them. And Absolutely how comfy are they them. now? They're all right now, I've worn them in. But they were brutally uncomfortable at first, weren't they? Yeah. But yeah. Then, and then Helen had to learn that uh, 
that that's part of owning a pair of Dr. Martins. Yeah. But once you once you settle into them, and we're not sponsored by Dr. Martins. No. You don't want to take them off. No, they're really really good shoes. I'm enjoying them a lot. Good, and you're wearing them with a, a, a skinny black jean. A skinny black jean. Very yeah. trendily rolled up at the top of the Doc Martins. Yeah. You're wearing your pajama top. No, it's not a pajama top. This one. This was given to me by um, somebody whose teenage daughter had grown out of it. There we go. So that's that's what. So, yeah, it's a designer, then, isn't it? Yeah. And this is from the children's section of Marks and Sparks. You've had that cardigan, cardigan a long time, haven't you? I know. It's really comfortable. How old is that cardigan? Do you think? A few years. It's not as old as most of my clothes. Yeah. And uh, you got your hair cut recently. Well, I had to because you're dying. Robert dyed my hair quite a lot, and yeah. it was and it was basically all falling out. So I had to go and get it cut off. Yeah. And you and but you did everything where you dyed your hair and you started wearing a lot of makeup every morning, didn't you? I did. I had about a week where I wore but a bit of But you stopped doing that now. And then I got Why have you stopped doing that now? I can't be asked. You can't be asked. I mean, you know. Yeah. I should who gives a shit? I don't really care you know enough. I mean? <laughs> if I, if well, I go I, I to school c- drop off in my pajamas, yeah. really do I care enough to put makeup on my face every day? And I well, I'm in a very precarious position to comment on any of this. When wearing soiled well, yeah. bobblers. Notwithstanding the current state of society, the fact that I'm wearing uh, a, me, me pair of bobblers with uh, possibly soiled pipes yeah. on the knee. Out of the pair of us, I look definitely, definitely more well turned. Yeah, I mean, you've today. washed. Yeah. So, well, I haven't washed, but anyway. Um. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I had that thing, you know, when it got really cold, like the last couple of, uh, the last week or so, I went, ended up going... To bed in your clothes. Almost, but I ended, I ended up going about three days without washing, which is the longest I'd done for a long time, just because in the mornings it was just too cold to consider washing. It's because you don't let us put the heating on. No, I do. The heat, you had it on constant yesterday. <laughs> I didn't even mention it. <laughs> I did not even well, mention are. it. Oh, well, it's come up now. <laughs> I don't mind. Sometimes you get, hey, be damned. Yeah. Whoa, put the heating on. It's no biggie. Three days. Three days, yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, you know, and you're wearing soiled, dirty soil pipe trousers. Like, you stink. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, I think it's at the end of the fashion section. People can people can take those tips. You can use those to influence your own style. Yeah, just get... emulate us. Feel free. Yeah. So so the the the, the headline of the fashion section is Helen's got new shoes and Rob stinks. <laughs> <laughs> That's your fashion news for the week. Do you go and do gigs with smelling like that? No, no. But I did. I had done. Uh, I did a gig uh, last week. I shan't say which one uh, because I don't want the fans to get upset. Um, and I, and I re- when I went, I went, oh, shit, I'm not washed. <laughs> Going to get a bit lively. but uh, So I didn't stick around for too much of a meet and greet after that one. <laughs> um, how long have we been talking, Rob? It says on the, on the thing, 52 minutes. Oh, I think we need to wrap it up. Do you think the, the take a break section, I'm worried that it puts the brakes <laughs> on the podcast. I might just lift it wholesale and put it towards the end. My new take a break feature. I knew he wasn't going to be able to not edit. I just don't think I it was that confident. I knew it. And I've got to edit out. Um, I won't. Li- I'll leave all the burps in, but I accidentally mentioned a name, so I'm going to take that out as well. Well, let's not keep talking about that, or else you're going to have to then talk about ed- to get rid of this section. Yeah, it's fine. This is just, just shut up. All, all this off. Okay. I think <clears throat> we're going to have to get rid of the book club section, Rob. The book club section. I think the book club section's gone. I mean. It, I don't know whether it should have been there in the first place because you don't read. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not bringing much to the table, am I? What were you thinking of putting in the book club section? Well, I was going to talk about the fact I've just read Mary Beard's Women in Power and that you were going to read it. Yeah, I'm going to read go. it. I've said it. Anyway, move on. Okay, cookery, Christmas dinner. So I'll get back to you. I've read, I've read that in about a year. <laughs> yeah. Um, top tips and ideas for Christmas dinner. Should we just sack that off and say goodbye? Yeah, yeah, bye. Yeah, that's long enough, isn't it? Yeah. It's definitely long enough. Uh, we love you, dear listeners. Tell your friends about the podcast. Please give us five stars on iTunes and rant and rave about it. Because if you give us five stars, the whole world runs on algorithms now. It's insane. The robots are taking over. I saw a. Uh, there was a program about sex robots. Yeah. On the other day, the yeah. sex robots that you'd been talking about. Way ahead of it. And what I did know. they say? Just that the sex robots are coming. How much are they now? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Look, I didn't watch it. Yeah. Okay. You didn't watch it. But you don't. <laughs> I just saw it advertised. <laughs> so it was on. <clears throat> but um, yeah, please give us five stars on iTunes and subscribe because that helps us bump us up um, the the iTunes algorithm. Because we we did beg iTunes to put us on new and noteworthy, didn't we? When, I did. I sent we loads of emails begging when yeah. I was a nothing, bit, oh, nothing, yeah. nothing back from them. Nothing back from them. Oh, we don't need more listeners. I'm happy with the ones we've got. You know, when we get when we came back last week, yeah, we had about love, five lovely emails, messages on Facebook, really yeah. nice messages saying yeah. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Yeah, like that. That's enough for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we need more listeners as well. I think that's <laughs> always good because you spread the love and get your questions in. Uh, so, so we can really get this agony and agony ankle section flying. Questions into Robin Heather's date night at yahoo.com. Uh, Robin Helms Date Night on Facebook at Date Night Pod on Twitter. We'll speak to you next week. We're going to be played out now by Rob on the piano. Okay, you're going to sing uh, the Date Night theme, Helen. I don't think I remember it. it we drop the kids at school at nine. Go. Eight, two, three, four. Oh, no, wrong key. Wrong key. <laughs> Hang on, it's coming. Uh, no. This doesn't drive happen the kids on this in. morning. There's you know, there's you know. We drive the kids in. I don't sing that, but you do. We drive the kids to school at nine. It's actually 3.15. Spend the day together doing some activity. And then we're gonna make sweet love. My mum might listen to this. Date Night Pod Live. Fatter, thicker, dirtier, uncut. <laughs> <laughs>